You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and this is the lovely and talented Amanda McEwen. Hello. Hello. And I think we are a little loopy today. So I am, I am sleep sure deprived we are. and Melissa came in singing and uh, I think Troy is messing with us and now he's running away so we will never know. But we are here and we're we're, we're here. We're doing it. We're, but if we're we're a little silly. Just you have to go with it. Be silly with us, please. Yes. I was singing for Amanda. I don't want to hear it. I don't, like I don't want to hear it. No. I want to fly away. She wants to fly away because I keep, and, I'm looping. I keep singing the same phrase from that song. And, and I'm, now it's going to be stuck in my head. And that's sorry. what I'm not thrilled with. But, you know, these things happen. It's this, Friday. It is. Well, it's not when this episode comes out, but Today's today Friday. as we're recording, it's Friday. Yes, today's Friday, so I think it's just the end of the week. You went on a fun little uh, outing yesterday. I did. Yeah, did you have a good time? I did. It's another of my little excursions where I leave town one day and I come back the next day, and it's just what I do sometimes. Some people think it's fun, some think it's crazy, but... You know, but I, I made it almost six months without being on a plane, and that wow. was good because with all the travel I had done in recent times, I remember I a break. So yeah, it was you, good. You you wanted to fly away like a bird. <laughs> I walked right into that one. So anyhow, what we are talking about today is not birds. It's about mastering your craft. Oh yeah, that's and right. Mostly, what we talk about a lot is you have to do the work. Yes. To get whatever you want, you have to do the work. And that's a part of the process that some want to skip. They, Many want to skip they because the easy answer. In my opinion, we live in a now society. Yes. Where we live in a microwave society where everything can be pressure cooked or microwaved. And but careers cannot. And, they can't. You, and when you time. when you want to master anything, what is the what was the thing uh, like ten thousand hours? Ten thousand hours. It's yeah. what Malcolm Gladwell. That's his rule of success. Wow. Ten thousand hours is what makes success. Yeah. So ten thousand well, hours is a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. Yes. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. Ten thousand. Well, I know for myself with voice acting, I'm I haven't really been keeping track of how many hours I'm in, but. I'm 18 years in, and I know I put a lot of hours into that every single day, and I still feel like I remain a humble student of my craft and that I'm still learning and growing and getting better. Um, mastering. So mastering suggests that you just, you have you have it down. I mean, 100%. That's, I mean, is that what that means? Is that what that it, means I, to you? I think that could be one interpretation of it, yeah. but I think to be an expert or a master in your craft, it doesn't mean you know everything because I don't think you ever know everything. And yeah. most of us can't perfect the thing that we do. Um, there, I mean, there are certain skills maybe. I mean, you could play a song perfectly if you put enough practice into it. But I think I mean, when business, business is it's flexible. It changes. There really are no set rules. There's not one thing that you can do and say, I'm perfect. You can't say I'm a perfect voice actor. I have nothing left to lose or to lose. <laughs> nothing left to learn is what right. I meant to say. Yes. I can't say, you know, I'm, I'm perfect at 
producing or whatever else. Yeah. I, I consider myself to be very good at what I do. Mm-hmm. I think that's important, but I've also put in a lot of time yeah. doing it. That's one thing I have not tracked my hours on. I don't have an app that tracks my life hours of work. But Wow. Well, you know, maybe. but I think it's important when you're mastering your craft, it's always evolving and you're learning and growing as we try to do as people also that I, I know to me, like, you know, again, you, if it's one thing that you can truly perfect, like that song, do you want to play the same song over and over? Like it'd probably get pretty boring and you want to move on to a new song. Right. So I think we need to move on to new songs in our careers and well, you know, I think because we, we always want to be in a constant state of growth and progress because if you're not growing, you start to feel really stagnant. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've heard stuff like Tony Robbins, I think, said, you're either growing or dying. It's one right. of the two. And the first time I heard that, it made me feel weird. I was like, what? <laughs> so if I'm not growing, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I need to constantly <laughs> right. be growing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it, there's a lot of truth in that statement because um, I think y- you do want to challenge your mind. You do want to challenge your uh, skills and life's about experiences mm-hmm. and trying different things and then um, figuring out the things that bring you joy and that you feel like you want to do more of and then putting in those hours Mm -hmm. to really have masterful skills to be uh, really great at what you're doing. Um, And I think mastering your craft, it's not just about, you know, business. I think it it can be anything that you want to be really exceptional at. Um, You know, I'm I'm just kind of brainstorming here with you. <laughs> well, uh, Coffee you know, hasn't I, kicked in yet. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, if you've ever been stuck in complacency at any point in your life, I find it very boring. Yes. And I, I know some people get very comfortable in that stage. Like, you know, I, I know how the day is going to go. I know how my life is going to go. Everything is very even. Safe. Some people really like that safety. Mm-hmm. I find that kind it's, I, I do like security and I like all of that, but part of why I had to get out of my last job was that. It was that every day, even though each day was different, we had different clients and different projects, There, I wasn't being challenged in any way. I wasn't learning anything new. I wasn't growing, and I was getting very bored. And with that boredom comes other negative feelings. I wasn't happy at work. I wasn't, you know, there, there was no joy there. And I yeah. got to that, started getting into that place to where I dreaded going in. yeah. I felt that way at my job prior to that, and I promised myself I will never feel this way at work again. If I feel this way, it's time to move on. Yeah. And so that it was a big eye opener. It was, you know, and it, 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 a big part of that was because I wasn't learning. There was there weren't any new opportunities for me. Yeah, you were super stifled, and I think that when you start to have that feeling, that's a really good cue that it's time to mix it up. It's time to really re-examine your life or your work situation or whatever you're in and say, okay, what can I do to challenge myself? What would scare me? And it's hard to sometimes um, be willing to take some risks, you know, like leave your day job that you were really comfortable with and you knew, you know, you knew what to expect. You knew that you had a, a salary. You knew right. all of those those things that were, you know, your uh, 
not security, but you knew you could depend on. I Mm -hmm. think that's where I'm going. And um, when you have to rely on yourself to perform and to create opportunities for yourself, it can definitely be a scarier thought process. And a lot of people are like, they love to fantasize about it and they love to daydream about it. But Mm -hmm. when it comes time to actually do it, uh, it's, it's a different story. Because then they have to do the work. Yes. And again, it's, it's, even though that's a different kind of doing the work, mm-hmm. so, you know, when we talk about you know, improving your craft or any of that, we're saying you have to put in the work to continually get better at it. But it, even that, it's, you know, you have to, if you have the idea and the goal and the dream and those things that we're always talking about encouraging people to explore, mm-hmm. I think that's what stops people from doing it. It's you have to leave a very comfortable situation. Mm-hmm. Salary is a big one. We all need to know that we're going to have enough money and where that money is coming from. And worrying about that can be troublesome for a lot of people. And it's really scary to make the leap and say, okay, I'm going to do it. I am going to put the faith in myself and I'm going to do the work to make sure that I succeed. It's, it's self-limitations. Yep. A lot of the time, absolutely. I was I've been listening to a really great audiobook. Um, Mel Robbins is the um, the author and the narrator, and I'll have to look up the exact title of the book. Um, but it has a lot a lot to do with you know facing your fears and putting in the work. And one of the things she was just talking about was the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. And people who come from the fixed mindset, um, they're just super uncomfortable with the idea of change or, you know, stepping outside of their comfort zone. Um, And the growth mindset is all about, um, you know, keeping an open mind, going for it, uh, trusting your instincts, and knowing that you're going to get uncomfortable. One of my favorite things that I heard recently, and this isn't actually from Mel's book, but it, it's along, it kind of ties into where I'm going. Uh, it says, it, someone just said to me recently, sometimes things have to get way uglier mm-hmm. before they get pretty. Well, it's true. <laughs> and yeah. they have to get really sloppy. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I think back to learning how to play, you know, an instrument, you know, yeah. it's like, ooh, some mm-hmm. of those instruments made some pretty ugly noises right. before they started to sound pretty. But um, but going back to the growth mindset, uh, one of the things that Mel talks a lot about in this book is um, to putting in hard work mm-hmm. and working hard, working consistently, and knowing that if you put in enough time and enough hard work, you really can grow a skill. Mm-hmm. You really can yeah. grow into something. And it was just really um, inspiring to listen to because I know that... Um, being a mentor to a lot of people and encouraging a lot of people and and teaching and guiding so many different personality types and so many different um, fears that kind of come to the surface and show up, I've really tried to learn how to mentor and guide different people based on different strengths and, and different challenges that, you know, people get things that get in people's way. And, um, I think the fixed mindset is, is definitely something to, 
you know, explore. And I'm learning more about that fixed mindset so I can learn how to help mentor people who have it, you know. Because you are growing. and I am growing and evolving. While while you're talking about that, I mean, it's a perfect example. I don't know if that was intentional or not. But you, part of how you improve your craft, it goes beyond voiceover. And that's your primary skill. I, I don't know why I just put skills in quotes and finger quotes I like because it. it is a skill. But <laughs> it's your, your primary skill is voice acting. You also are a business owner and you run the voice actor studio and you mentor other people. All of this is part of mastering your craft. It's not just one thing all the time. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Everybody has a, a different story there. But you read a lot of books or listen to audiobooks. You know, there are courses out there. There are different ways that we can learn more and evolve that moves just beyond practice of that skill. It's learning. I'm I'm a big fan of new ideas. I love, love hearing new ideas because if somebody can present something to me in a way that I haven't thought about it before, I get really excited about that. And it can be, you know, a, a tiny little thing where just somebody might just have a different perception, a point of view. Sometimes that that little thing, just by listening and observing and talking to other people, I think that's part of why I, I get irritated with small talk. It just doesn't excite me. I know it serves yeah. a purpose. Sure. But when we get into deeper conversations, that's when I, I feel like, oh, okay, I'm learning. I'm, you know, You're hearing growing. new things. And that's, it gets you more fired up. And, um, you know, I, I think... One of the things that you were just touching on that sparked a thought for me is being a business owner and being a voice actor and being a mentor, um, you know, I feel a great responsibility to continue to grow and to become a better communicator, to become a better leader, to um, understand other people's communication styles, Mm -hmm. um, continue to educate myself. And all of it comes back to just personal growth. I mean, I feel like one of the things that um, I really pride myself on teaching people here at our studio, of course, it's the craft of voice acting and the business of voice acting and all that goes into that. But it's a lot of just life skills and soft skills and, you know, interacting and um, problem solving and attitude and Mm -hmm. mindset and all of those things that people can take away and use in other areas of their lives. Um, But so I'm always working on improving myself. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the only kinds of books I read or audiobooks I listen to, and quite honestly, I don't really read, read. I like to do a lot of listening because when I'm not working, when I'm not voicing, I don't want to read because I've been reading all day. Right. It's like I read I read scripts for hours and hours and hours <laughs> a day. Um, but I really like to listen to a lot of audiobooks. But they're always along the lines of um, self-improvement, personal growth, and also business growth, mm-hmm. you know, um, business mindset and new skills for, for business. And those are the things that really get me excited too because they are new ways of looking at things. Mm-hmm. I love blogs too, where um, I was just reading a productivity blog this morning and a lady was just kind of talking through her process of how she sets up her week and the things she thinks about. And I was like, yes, that's another (laughs) angle I hadn't thought of, you know, and, you know, a certain way that she would go about certain days would be, 
you know, dedicated towards certain tasks. And, you know, it was just, it was really nice the way she presented it. And um, there's just so much we can learn from one another. And I think it's important to always keep your eyes and your ears open all the time. And using that to create your own opportunities, that's a big thing my entire career that I've, I've done. It's my inherent curiosity, I think, has been part of it. But even when I was 16, working at TCBY, you know, I wanted to know the ins and outs of business. I just had that fascination with it. And I, I was curious. And if, there, you know, if I had time to observe, I'm like, okay, well, how do you do this and how do you do that? And I asked questions of you know, the managers and the, the owner especially. He was just a great person, is a great person, I should say. I'm still in touch with him all these years later. But you know, that was the, how my career has evolved, was started at that, you know, the minimum wage. I'm going to work at an ice cream shop because it's hot in summer in Vegas and I need money. So that's what I'm going to do you know, to managing it by the time I graduated high school. And because I I figured out things and it was, maybe I was hired just to serve ice cream, but it's like, but what else can I do? And that what else can I do is how I've always created those opportunities where I've been hired for one job that I know I can do more. Um, but that was the job that was available. Like when I moved back from LA, I needed to find a job and there was a production company that was hiring and they pretty much just needed help with scheduling. Thought, okay, I'm going to start here and that's fine. But I got in there and I thought, ooh, <laughs> they, they need a whole lot more than scheduling. And so I did my base job. But then when there was extra time, I would show them other things that I could do. Part of it was because I wanted to learn how to do those other things. And it, you know, it all kind of tied together. And so that's how I kept moving up where I had, you know, some friends in similar situations starting out that took the complacency route and they would take a job and just do what the job required, mm-hmm. but no more. Yeah. And then get really frustrated because, well, I'm just working this office job, you know, or a receptionist job and nothing's ever happening. I can never move up. And I would always ask, but what are you doing to show them right. that you can do more? Because they're not going to come to you and say, well, do you want to do more? Do you want more responsibility? Do you want to learn? That's pretty much... I mean, people want you to, when you work for somebody, they usually want you to stay in the job that you're in. Mm -hmm. But if you can show them that you can do that, but you can also do more and that will help them, it helps you personally because you learn a new skill. It helps them because now their company is operating better. And that it's a big, important thing that I've always had is I, even with this podcast is, you know, there are certain things that eventually we would love to outsource like, you know, the, all the social content that goes along to promoting it that neither of us has time to do. But in the very beginning, I, it's like, okay, this gives me an, a chance to learn how to use iMovie to just cut a few little, you know, the 15 second stories together or things yeah. like that. There's a, an app call, or a headliner app that somebody turned me on to. I was like, okay, there's an opportunity here for me to learn some new software. It doesn't mean that I want to do it it doesn't mean forward, you want to master it. But I also but it, it's another little tool I can use in my yeah. in my belt to say, okay, well, at least I understand how it works. So if I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody about this, I'm knowledgeable in it and not just saying, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like I don't like to say I don't know. Yeah, and I, I know that's a really big pet peeve of yours. And because when you're a business owner, um an entrepreneur, it's one of those things where you you have to be willing to learn new skills 
daily. I mean, there are so many things that pop up and there are times where you're like, man, let me just see if I can figure this out or Hmm. You know, even social media, I mean, um, you know, some of the posts and stuff, as a matter of fact, I'll talk about it even right now, because this could be a learning experience for some of our listeners. Um, you know, I know there's Hootsuite and there are other places like that for, you know, putting social media content together in a more of a batch style Mm -hmm. to put it out there. Um, I actually was just thinking about that this morning for you and I, because we do really enjoy engaging our audiences and, you know, putting out content and making people smile and feel good and, and to keep us in their minds. Um, but to, to put that on a daily task, you know, list of things that we're doing, um, days will go by and I'll think, oh man, I feel so bad. I've been meaning to post for the womanpreneur or I've been meaning to post for, you know, our studio or whatever. And I was just thinking today, man, just batch work. That is just, mm-hmm. it's a lifesaver in yeah. when you own your own, your own business. And I was thinking we really should look at some of those options for, you know, putting together some of our fun posts, mm-hmm. like the high five one. No, she, that she I posted a thing today about high fives because she knows, and you all know now if you've been listening and watching, I am not a high fiver. And I've recently refused to do it anymore. And, yeah, I dedicated you know. a high five this morning on Instagram mm-hmm. to you because I just felt like you needed it. Yep. And, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it is, you know, but the, and that's, it, it's one of those things where you're not going to spend 10,000 hours learning how to be an expert social media or nope. I'm going to say social media or because I, a social media or I like social it. media or because it's hard good. to say. And I'm not going to spend 10,000 hours learning social media because that is probably the first thing of, about outsourcing. Yep. But, you know, it's, and that's not what I want to be an expert in. That's not right. my field, but it's, it's a tool that I do uh, need. I need to understand how it works. And I do, I've, I've used Hootsuite before. And at one point I actually did a lot of scheduling and then I ran out of time to keep ahead, mm-hmm. you know, but then, and I also, continue to learn because then there are people who say, well, don't use those, you know, because if you're not posting to Facebook and Instagram natively, you don't get as much, it's it, like it messes up the algorithms or something. Again, I don't, I don't have enough expertise in that. We'll have to get a proper social media expert on here one day. We will. That's somebody that. we'll have as a guest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going back to the mastering your craft thing, um, you know, when you first start out pursuing something and building uh, a skill set, you don't even know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a really big thing is you, you you come into it thinking you have an idea of what's going to be required of you. And then you start to peel back the layers and you realize, oh my goodness, there's a lot more to this. And then you start to figure out, okay, I know some stuff and now I kind of see what I don't know. Uh, I need to fill in some of those gaps. Yeah. Um, but you know, I remember when I first started studying voice acting, I just, I made a promise to myself and I I just said, I'm going to just continue to chip away at this and I'm going to realize, or I realized right here in the beginning that this is going to take some time Mm -hmm. and this isn't going to happen overnight for me. And this is something that I'm really willing to dedicate myself to because I am looking at the bigger picture. I'm looking at the long game. And, um, so I just chipped away at it, 
but I was very consistent. I would go every single week to class. Mm -hmm. And then every day I was doing a little bit of practicing um, or a little bit of reading. Um, you have to put energy into whatever it is that you're wanting to quote unquote master mm -hmm. because uh, it, it's got to be something that you're, you know, you're stimulating. Um, you're putting a lot of thought and, you know, care into mm -hmm. as you go. Yeah. I, sorry, I got distracted by the chip sounds. <laughs> I was listening to you, but I heard the crinkling over in the distance. I don't know if that's coming through on the on the, the microphones here, but it's okay. Um, let's get back to I was going to um, tell you time, so I can try to remember. No, my <laughs> do you want me to tell you something else? I, no, I do. Yes, please tell me something else. You know how you said you you started out with. Um, being, was it TCBY uh -huh, that yes. you were working in? I, uh, you were in yogurt. Well, guess where my first job was? Where was it? Dairy Queen. Ah, uh, see, we were friends or rivals. I'm not quite sure. Right. So, so you I were was ice cream. I was frozen cream, yogurt. You were frozen mm -hmm. yogurt. And funny enough, I remember I was 15 and it was summer. And I asked my dad if I could get a work permit to, mm -hmm. you know, work at Dairy Queen. And he's like, honey, you have the whole rest of your life to work. Why? why don't you swim with your brothers and sisters <laughs> and have fun and, you know, all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, no, Dad, I, I'm really excited to, you know, learn and I want to um, get free ice cream. And right. <laughs> I want to have fun and yeah. save my money and all these things. And so uh, I started working at Dairy Queen. And the, the one thing that stands out to me <clears throat> is the guy who is the manager, he was the son of the owner of that particular, you know, location. And he would say to me all the time, people would come in, I'd greet them and chit chat and mm -hmm. small talk. But I was always like, hey, how are you? Da, da, da. And he'd always ask me, do, do you know them? Do you know them? And I always said, no, I, don't, I didn't know them. <laughs> and he's like, why are you talking to them? Why are you being so nice? It's called customer service. <laughs> and I thought to myself, you're the manager and you don't even know yeah. why I'm greeting these people and smiling and talking and telling them how cute their baby is, whatever. Their right. baby was cute. But um, it was just interesting to me when I was 15 thinking, man, this guy is running this place mm -hmm. and he doesn't even get it, you know? And well, it, it happens a lot though. Sometimes people get into work positions or they fall into a job and they don't really know. And sometimes that's okay. I got into production by accident. I didn't set out to do it. It just was the job that I got. You know, when I moved to LA, I had, there were three audio engineers that had a business and they were running it, but they were so busy engineering that the details were falling behind. And I was looking for a job and they said, well, come, come manage our business. And so I didn't know what post-production was. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I, I was interested though. And I started asking questions and I learned. And then I came back here and I worked with a production company and I asked questions and I learned. And that's, mm -hmm. you mentioned consistency. And that's a, a really big part of it is that, you know, building a habit, putting the energy into it, even if it's only a few minutes a day, sometimes you don't have a ton of time or you think you don't have a ton mm -hmm. of time, but and we've said it before, but you, you have to stop making excuses for yourself and put in the time to do it. But you also have to be patient with yourself mm -hmm. and that I, the two are hard to balance sometimes, but Again, we are in that, what you said, microwave world that mm -hmm. we're in. 
and people are looking for instant answers. And so they try a diet for a week and it doesn't work and they give up and they say it didn't work. Or, you know, they try a new thing, a new, you know, a new exercise regimen to work on their pain issues or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if it doesn't work right away, they lose hope. And that sometimes, you know, I understand you don't want to put too much time into something that's not going to work out. Right. But if you don't put enough time into it, you have to. You don't know if it could have yeah. worked. It, and deferred gratification mm-hmm. is a part of it too. It's like you, you know, one of my examples, I know I use a lot of voiceover examples, but it's just, it's what my life is all about every day. Um, you know, I have some students who've booked their very first job or they've booked a handful of jobs and they're excited. But I just had a conversation with a student yesterday and she's auditioning fairly regularly. She's booking fairly regularly. Um, but she keeps comparing her career to my career. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can't compare yourself to me because I said, basically, what you're doing right now is exactly what I did. I just rinse and repeat, rinse and yep. repeat. I said, for two decades. And I said, then I've built up a whole bunch of clients. And I said, for you, um, for this particular student, she kept asking me, what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing? What am I not, what am I missing? And I said, that's just it. You're not missing anything. And I said, you're not doing anything wrong. Every single day you're continuing to hone your craft. Mm -hmm. Every single day you're auditioning. Every day you're getting better and you're growing your business skills and your communication skills and your Mm -hmm. negotiating skills and all the things that go into running your business. And I said, but what's going to happen is, um, you know, over time you're going to build up and you know a big client list you're going to have a lot of opportunities for you and uh it's just the time so it's it's the deferred gratification mm-hmm. of you know basically her her career being where it needs to be um just being patient mm-hmm. and cuz sometimes you don't see the results right away yeah i mean sometimes you know you keep working and you keep working and it's easy to get in your head and think well i'm working but it's not working right. and then but suddenly like everything just comes together at that right moment and then all of the, your hard work it just makes sense and now you're prepared for what's coming and it, it it is that's that where that patience comes becomes so important because you know once once you get going then and then you look back it's like oh well you know it was fine but you also then once you get that momentum going you have to keep working at it and like if you want to keep growing and getting better it's, you know, and we live in a time, like, I, I don't find I don't know is an acceptable answer ever because we have Google and Google knows everything. Google and does. I, I don't think we, I think it's irresponsible to say I don't know with the exception of I, if, if somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer, I will say, I don't know, but I can find out. Yeah, let and me find out. And that sometimes I do it for my own curiosity because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it just to learn, you know, um, again, sometimes I, I want to know more about what other people do, not because I want to do that, right. but because it helps my overall understanding. Yes. And, you know, and I was the director of operations for production company, you know, I, it helped me. I didn't want to be an editor, but I wanted to know enough about editing that when I was talking to the editors about file types and codecs and, you know, specs and all of that, that I had an understanding of what that meant. So you could speak the language right. and you could communicate what you needed to get across. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, it's been really helpful. 
and it, again, that it's one more thing that I know. It helps with communication, which we all know is huge. Yes. You know, but it, it just expands my knowledge. And I think I get it from my grandpa. My grandpa at 95 is always learning. He still reads and he watches the news and he gets excited about new things. I remember just a few years ago at Christmas or one of those holidays, you're ha- I don't know what we were talking about, but he brought up Jay-Z. And he was just, uh, he read some really interesting article about Jay-Z. And I thought, wow. Like, see, that's, I don't, and he's, he's still really sharp at his age. And I think because he's always learning and asking questions and he wants to know more. That's so great. I love that. I, I love think we it. need to, to learn more. One of the things that you were just talking about as far as, you know, I might not know the answer, but I, I want to go find out is being resourceful. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another thing too about being, you know, a business owner, really just living your life every day. I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, we do have the world wide web. We've never had more information available to us at our fingertips than ever before. But it's just having that um, wanting to, that desire to tap into it and to to use those resources that we have available to us, um, not to be lazy, not mm-hmm. to be complacent, not to not care. Um, one of my big pet peeves is when people are like, I'm just going to do the absolute bare minimum. Mm. I'm just going to get by. Yeah. I'm just going to just get through today and whatever. And I'm just like, wah, wah. <laughs> that is like such a downer to me because the, there's a major overachiever who lives in me and I'm trying to learn how to calm her down because <laughs> I just get excited about everything. Like when you I get, do all the things, I want to do all the things. And I was also reading an article about the dilution effect, mm-hmm. which was very interesting. The theory is, the idea is, uh, if you are trying to do too many things, everything gets diluted and, you mm-hmm. know, you don't get you know, super focused on one thing, they they suggest that you can pursue more than one thing at, at one time, but uh, you have to limit it and you have to really be reasonable about how much energy you have mm-hmm. in a day in, you know, and everybody's different. You don't want to burn yourself out, et cetera. But I'm like, I like to kind of challenge those mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, mm-hmm, you know what? They must not know about coffee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, but you're also very self-aware, and I, you know, yeah. I think I'm pretty self-aware, and and that is where the sometimes there are guidelines. Yes, you know, you know yourself, and if you're pursuing all the things, you'll know when you get to that point. I, you know, you're not going to get yourself to that place of burnout. Right. And that's not what we're talking about when you have to put in the time and do the work. We're not saying to, to kill yourself doing no. it. Because burnout is a very real and dangerous thing. It is thing. a really rare, real and dangerous yeah. thing, for sure. But I think that you do have to, if, if you are trying to, um, or I shouldn't say trying, if you are wanting to master a skill, if you are wanting to really, really feel like you are so well-versed in a certain area and so solid in a skill set or a combination of skill sets, you really have to do the work and you really mm-hmm. have to put in the time. And even if that means you're chipping away and doing a little bit of time you know, each day or each week, uh, it's that compounding effect. Mm-hmm. All yep. of that comes together and it does add up, you know. but it's patience and the mm-hmm. things that we just talked about. Yeah. 
And, you know, when you're offering, especially when you work for yourself, you know, you own a business, you're offering services. And most of us have that wheelhouse of maybe we don't do just one thing. And of course, again, I don't play by the rules. And everybody said, well, you need one, one focus. I said, well, I have three. And they, they work together. Yeah. But, you know, I, I had to do it my way because that's what my instinct said. Yep. But, you know, in general, you know, that's, I'm the business expert, so I need to know things about business. And even when I'm teaching my business classes, somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer, I look it up, I get back to them because it's like, well, that's one more thing that's going to be useful to me. Another it's tool. another piece of knowledge. And I think that's important too. Like whatever your wheelhouse is, and you know where I'm going with this because I, you know, it drives me crazy. I don't know, especially when you're presenting yourself as an expert in a certain field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talk about sometimes you get busy or if you're not good at something, outsourcing is a really good solution. And so that we ran into recently where, you know, I had to outsource a certain part of my business. I just didn't have the time to do it. And it's not a super strength of mine. So hired another company to do it and they did a really good job, you know, but when it came to it, there was one piece of that puzzle that had to work, like one one piece of software needed to work with my website. And I, I read the article about how to do it and kind of put these pieces together. And it's like, this is, is beyond what I know. So, you know, since you're helping me with this, can you do this part of it? And I was met with a response of, yeah, I don't know how to do that. And it was fine, but not like in my mind, because what happened is then I went and I personally figured out how to do it. Right. It's not really a useful skill for me and that I probably will never have to use that software again. But the person that you had hired that was supposed right. to help you, it wasn't a, I don't know, let me see if I can find out, right. or I don't know, let me reach out to some more, mm -hmm. some of my peers who may know the answer. Right. There was no solution provided mm -hmm. or even support. It None. was just like, nope. I don't know. Crickets, crickets chirping. And, and again, <laughs> it's fine because you are allowed to run your business however you want to. It's not for me to say you need to do it this way. Right. But the way that my mind works, I saw that as an opportunity because it's something that that person could have figured out for me and then sold as a service to all of their other clients in that company. Right. And, <clears throat> you know, it. but it, I don't know. It's just the way that my my brain works, works. because I yeah. then used it. Well, I'm going to figure out how to do it, and maybe then it's something I can help somebody else with in the future. Right? Absolutely. And yeah. It was just, and it, it's one of those things that it keeps coming back into my mind, and like it really bugs me for some reason. Yeah. That's why, because I I think when you're not asking the questions, you're not pushing yourself to learn and to grow. You're just you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. And I don't like that. I I like you know. We should all do our best. I we should all do our best and uh, Google stuff. <laughs> Google stuff. Yes. Google. But but try not to go down the rabbit hole. Try to stay focused right. on the one piece of information. On you the needed. one thing, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think this has been a good chat about uh, mastering your yeah. craft. Yeah, and I know we we didn't go into specifics of like how do you become a master voice actor or how do you become a master producer because that we're not trying to be specific. It's more that find the thing that you're doing that you want to do that you're specializing in 
and put in the time to continue to develop those skills. Like maybe you get really great at one part that frees up some energy to then branch out a little bit and learn a new skill. And the more skills than you have, the more desirable you are to clients and other people. And the more interesting you are at events, you Mm -hmm. know, because then you've got this weird knowledge base. Being well-rounded is really, really important in whatever it is that you're doing. And uh, just, I think uh, one of the, the, the threads through today's just conversation was keeping that growth mindset going and just being open to learn and um, be resourceful and just try to always keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. And just if you, if you don't know, just do your best to get the answer because just knowledge is going to, knowledge is power. It's going to yes. help you continue to grow your business and just be more well-rounded in life. Yeah. So if you have some, like, we would love to hear from you as far as, you know, if you're listening, if you're watching, how do you stay motivated to do the work, to do better, to keep growing? You know, do you find that it's easy to keep challenging yourself? Do you need other people to to kind of push you in new directions? Please give us some feedback. We want to know. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.